0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Point nine, on the Tide 100.9 HD2 Northport, W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Alabama first and ten on the twelve. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback knocking those players out of the way and that I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember
2: when we came
1: to the center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, the work out in the weight room. At least pick up you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and i run in that future the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever
0: made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback, Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston
4: show on time 100.9 on your radio dial. We're getting ready to, to get things going. Uh, we are going to uh, have a great show today. We want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama 1 hotline. We are open for business. We're live, local, and ready to get things going also, simulcasting on Tide 109 on Facebook, Martin Houston Live on Facebook and YouTube. Also, uh, broadcasting on Alabama and Tradition and the Martin Houston personal page. Got a lot going on there, but hey, we're able to do it. We also got YouTube followers joining us as well as at MartinHouston35 on Twitter. So, a lot of options and opportunities and ways to get engaged and involved with the Martin Houston show, but most importantly, remember that this is the Martin Houston show, the Sound Alabama sports, your show, your team. So let's get it rolling. Love to hear from you today on uh, this wild card Wednesday. We'll have X's and O's sports and David Houston joining us this morning uh, to be a part of the conversation. But as we get ready to move into that, I want to remind you that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone be the difference you want to see in the world today. Uh, today we want to talk a little bit about the, uh, opportunities that, uh, are before the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm doing a little word association. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played that game. We'll play that game with Xavier and, um, and, and Joe and, and, and you as well. So, um, so just, just prepare to be a part of the conversation. If I say a word, I want to know, hey, what are you thinking? What's your what, When you hear that word, that name, it uh, may be one or two words, but uh, uh, what's the first thought uh, that, that comes to your mind? So we'll do that uh, to get things going. Also, uh, we'll look at maybe a little Bama analysis uh, based on how the program goes. And, uh, and then we'll wrap things up with Scotty Holland, executive director of Blueprint Ministry. Good morning, uh, Ed. Good morning, Joe. How are you guys doing?
5: Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself?
4: Doing, doing well. Can't complain. Cannot complain. Uh, glad to have you back uh, with us. Uh, hopefully, you had a good uh, trip and a good time. Uh, but glad to have you back this morning.
5: Yes, definitely. You know, it was an honor to be asked to stand by one of my best friends as he got married last week. But definitely glad to be back on the show.
3: All right. Several several things
4: have happened throughout the uh uh sports world and um of course, uh as as we look at it, um we we can continue to break that down. But uh one of those those things that happened last week was Nick Saban said a word, and uh, it kind of went nuts and bonkers, and i uh, love to get uh, your thoughts on, on that as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll start off with uh, the word charity, word association. You ever play word association, Nick J?
6: It's been a while. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we're going to play a little word association, so – uh, go ahead and, and make sure that as we, we play that, that uh, you kind of uh, give a little bit about what you think. So, so like I said, the first word is uh, uh I
5: would have to go with
1: uh, – I mean, I don't know if it –
5: I know this. I know the context of it, but,
4: uh, no, it's not. It, it, no, 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 The way. It works. is not the context. What's your, when you hear the word parody, what does it mean? Not what Nick Saban said.
5: Um, the unknown. The unknown. What do you mean by the unknown? It, it, when you have parity you don't you don't know what to expect you, it, it could it could end up any way within the situation
4: okay when it
5: comes to college football do we have
4: parity have we ever had parity
5: i think currently there is a small level of parity and I think parody used to be a little bigger, but not as much as people want to make it out to be.
4: Okay. So do you think Nick Saban, when he was saying what he said, that college football was based on parody, uh, was Nick Saban uh, being um, funny or or
5: was that a legit comment? I believe, I believe, I believe it was a legit comment from him. But I think we ha- we can't look at it in this. Oh, it has to be a complete. You know, you don't know who you. You were never guaranteed, in my opinion, for a long time to know who for sure who the number one and number two teams were going to be playing for the national championship. But when you have the top four, it's a little, it ends up being a little less because that one through four, through recent history tends to be the same team. Okay. Yeah. I mean, kind of,
4: uh, I, I think there's been uh, there's been a little bit of replacement in the, in one of those top fours or maybe two, um, that that are gonna have to prove that they belong. And ironically they're they're semi connected at the hip. Uh Clemson's gonna have to show that they are still part of the 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 blue blood college football playoff regulars after their fall off last year. Oklahoma with Venables at the head coach is gonna have to prove that that he can keep them performing at the level uh, Lincoln Riley had them performing at before, uh, so um, that that that's going to be interesting. Georgia has made their way there. Alabama's been consistently there. And Ohio State's been consistently there. So now the question kind of becomes: Will those three remain, and which one of those other two, or will there be a new one? So we're going to talk. We're going to go to break here, come back on the other side, and we'll figure out if that is going to be the case, if whether or not um, parity
3: <laughs>
4: really has never existed uh, and whether or not uh, Nick Saban, when he was saying parity, what was he really talking about. So we'll, we'll move to the next segment right here, uh, Word association. We started off with the word parody. We got several other words to get to, but we're gonna dig a little deeper on that parody comment because of the angle that Xavier took on. You kind of know who the top one and two was before college football playoffs, and, and you and now the, the the top four. I mean, you didn't know who one and two were, but you kind of knew what the top four is. There five or six teams that battle out year in and year out for those top four spots. If so, who are they? Uh, is there a change in the guard potentially amongst the top four to uh, eight teams and who those teams might be? We'll talk about that and more right here on the Martin Houston Show. want to invite you to get in on the conversation as part of uh, the Alabama One hotline, 205 342 9904. Alabama One has a great promotion going on right now. We're about uh, halfway through the second quarter promotion and we would love to uh, encourage you to uh, come check them out alabama1.org whether you're purchasing uh, a commercial and ag equipment
3: or
7: RVs, UTVs, RVs, etc. Golf cart, come on over to Alabama 1 or go online and complete the application and if you get approved you win a big green egg. That's Alabama 1, Alabama 1,
1: 1 together. Tied 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet on the roadways as we start our Wednesday morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on any used car at Townsend Nissan. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
0: Heat levels rising today. Lots of sunshine, the high at 93. Tonight clear with the low at 70. Tomorrow and Friday, the hottest weather so far this year. A good supply of sunshine both days. Highs up in the middle 90s between 93 and 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
7: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, Services, commercial printing promotional products advertising specialties and so much more basically any and everything you would need to advertise promote and grow your business through strong partnerships strong customer service and creative ideas they'll help you market and grow your business give scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com
0: Interact with The Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into The Martin Houston Show on Facebook.
1: Well, you know, I think one of the things that I'd like to see us be able to work back to is, you know, everything in college football has always had parity. You know,
2: same scholarship, you know, same academic support, healthcare, whatever it is. And um, you know, I, I don't think we have that balance right now, which could affect you know the parity of college football and co- college athletics as a whole. So, um, and I know we got a lot of good people working on it, and uh, I'm sure they'll come up with a good
7: solution for us. Coach Nick Saban uh, at the Regents Tournament talking about parity. And, of course, uh, everyone jumped on the bandwagon and started making jokes about Nick Saban and showing his winning streaks against SEC schools. But once again, they're not listening to what the man said. We're doing a little word association with the word parity. Xavier said that uh, it, it, it kind of, when you have parity, you have it, it, it's predictable. Uh, I mean, it's unpredictable what's going to happen when you don't have parity. In other words, if Alabama's clearly the better team, uh, or Georgia's clearly the better team than everybody else, you, you, it's just not a whole lot of drama. That's why uh, most uh, the the, the, the Georgia Alabama game. Uh, was so well watched because you really didn't know because there was parity between those two teams. Nick Saban wasn't talking about parity equaling performance. That's not what he's talking about, and that's what people don't understand about the word parity. It's not about performance when you say parity. What he was talking about, he's talking about what you provide from the school to the player has always been pretty much the same. In other words, the NCAA has regulated that. And now with the NIL uh, being added to the transfer portal, parity not so much because one school can offer whatever they want for a particular player. If I was going to recruit another player legally now, uh, according to the rules, I couldn't offer that player anything that he wasn't getting from light school. In other words, USC couldn't offer Jordan Addison more money. They could offer him a scholarship and a better environment and maybe better facilities, but Pittsburgh could go out and build those same facilities and, and, and be on par with them. But now with this NIL, Perry is a new game. So we're going to talk about that and the impact it has on the college football playoffs. Has uh, has this parity or lack of parity or a change in parity, is it going to change those top six? But before we get to that conversation, X and Joe, we need to uh, get a caller in. And we got Alan. Alan, you in with the Martin Houston Show with X and other sports. Xavier Houston on Alabama one Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good
2: morning, gentlemen. Doing I'm on. just thinking about that uh, what you just said. Uh, and I'm a big baseball fan, and baseball – you have the minor league, so to speak, and always the Yankees was always the top. They go out there and spend all the big money and get the big spread, but they don't always win. You got the smaller markets like the Braves and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays and teams yeah. like that that come, uh, come up and win. I'm sorry, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, not the Devil Rays, Tampa Bay Rays. And football, it, uh, as long as you got that NIL, that's uh, the, the bigger teams with the most money are going to be the top... Are going to be the top team, but the only way to do that is to develop the players and make and, and somehow get them to stay at your school and develop them. I was just thinking about the NIL. Uh, you still can have it as long as you make them stay at least uh, two years, three years, and then on that third, on that fourth year, you can leave. Or, are that's well, it has to be that fourth year you can lead. But that's the only way you're going to be able to do anything with that NIL and parity.
7: Yeah. And I had someone else tell me, uh, I saw them at a, a local restaurant and they, they said, don't give NIL for the first year. Uh, you know, and, and that sounds great. But then of course you're going to get sued because you're, 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 you're preventing that group from making money. But I thought, Hey, that's an interesting idea. Um, first year you have to, you know, show, um, you know, um, that that you're, you're at least committed or whatever, but it's not supposed to be associated with the school. So uh, that's what's going to be interesting to see how they navigate this. Uh, X or, or Joe, you guys have any comments on what uh, Alan just shared?
5: Yeah, that sounds great, but that just means all these guys that go to school for a year, show out, blow up, have a great, freshing season they'll just leave the year after that
7: or, or will they
5: this is true i mean it, our, it's our just a guy that, that I, I mean it, it that's that's what you're seeing now jordan addison nobody it took him to his sophomore year but jordan addison is now a big name a hot commodity because he's the reigning blitnikoff one
2: well you also had a point where these kids are foregoing their senior season in high school to enroll in college to get those big n i l deals
7: yeah so that it's gonna be interesting to see how they they navigate this n like i l and got i say, you and and the scary part is um n c a and um and and uh Congress may end up having to work together, and that may be two of the most inept organizations at implementing and making any worthwhile changes of any organizations in the world. So uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of faith that those two organizations working together will get anything accomplished. So, so what you're saying, Martin,
2: is that we, we, uh, in the next 10 years, we can see a Supreme Court battle I'm about the NIL deal, if anyone yeah. involved, yeah,
7: the, those two teams, those two organizations working together to solve anything could could be uh, a, a nightmare. So, so right. another Morris Claret deal. <laughs> all right, thanks, Alan. Appreciate all right. you. All right, thank you. All right. All, right. all
2: right,
7: bye. All right, hey, back to the parody uh, comment, uh, uh, X and uh, and and Joe. Uh, Joe, do you want to do the word association? And when you hear the word parody, uh, what it makes you think of real well, quick? Well,
8: it makes me think Nick Saban's delusional, my friend.
7: <laughs> you do you think he was talking about parody in terms of the performance or parody in terms of just the scholarship? Because he specifically says scholarship, healthcare, and, and 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 what we give him in college foot. I mean, and college athletics as a whole. I don't think he was talking about parody in the terms of Of that, that we're all uh, the same. I don't know. I don't know that you can ever do anything to legislate performance parity.
8: And that's that's perfectly fine. We, that's up to uh, the athletes and the coaches and the kind of how the how the playing, uh, how the games play out. But Nick Saban's delusional, my friend, because think about what what uh, Nick Saban has done to the recruiting budget at the University of Alabama and what he has done to the recruiting budget at the University of Georgia and and all the schools who want to play in the in the recruiting world have upped their game over the last fifteen years because of Coach Saban. You talked about uh, they, they they have the ability. Sure, the the, the the colleges do have, anybody can spend, I guess, that much money, but not everybody has that much money. Uh, Nick Saban coming to Tuscaloosa, really uh, getting the boosters all kind of all, all lined up in the same area, getting the fundraisers all lined up in the same area. Uh, my friend Dan Levitar tells the story of winning. The, he, he says Nick Saban wins the national championship against Notre Dame in, what, 2011, 20, in 2012, and he is on the plane heading back to Tuscaloosa, drawing up i need this i need that i need this i need more and more and more to get these players into in, into the program and other schools can't keep up with that so i, I think you know, coach saban uh is a little de- uh out of delusional with the resources that alabama has as a university compared to other uh, uh, uh other colleges across america and the resources that, that they have
7: so but joe is that is that is that in reality, though, if you take the top twenty programs, do they not have the same access to the resources? But yet, he he still stands above all but a couple. I'm sorry, Martin. I was lining up a couple couple calls. Oh, you, you go ahead. What what I was saying, is, and that's fine. What I'm saying is. Um, what he was talking about is what the NCAA gives. That's what, and I think that's what he made. That's what that, that's how he he couched that is what the NCAA gives has always been parity. Well, the NCAA
8: okay. doesn't control any sort of uh, recruiting budget and or NIL money. So both, I mean, he's exactly right. And 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 in, in those terms, we still have right. parity. You still have eighty five scholarships. You and, still and, have and that so awesome here
7: here becomes the question. Uh, the parity issue then is how committed people are to to, to college football. Because, yeah, there's a lot that don't have that budget, but there's a lot that do, and they're still not there. They're still not committed as Alabama is. You can see Clemson is, Ohio State is, Georgia is, right? Would you agree with that? I would. Okay. so So a lot of the teams that are complaining – and, and a lot of the teams that, that laughed about that, there's SEC schools that get enough money from the league, and most of it made because of the Nick Saban effect, that could compete more. But they are not willing to make that, that investment. So, Would you say
8: that those, school, those same schools would be uh, likely to take advantage of the NIL? I would argue no. I would argue that they're still in the same boat. Do what now? You, you talk about the the other SEC schools that are not investing at the same level of Alabama, and, and they certainly have the opportunity to. But even in the NIL era, which is kind of what Coach Saban was uh, getting on to or getting after a little bit, asking for guardrails or, or asking for guidance, uh, e, 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 those schools, the Mississippi States or what or, or what have you, still have the opportunity to operate in the NIL era. But I'm not sure that they will.
7: Yeah, but but I, I would say that there are some guidelines around, even though Nick Saban has a crazy recruiting budget, there are guidelines around recruiting. Some. <laughs> Not much, but but some. And there's none on the NIL. And I think that's the crazy part of the NIL conversation, is, is there are no guardrails from the NCAA, period, because if a state has laws the state overrules, uh, uh, the law. So kind of, kind of an interesting conversation. Uh, we got a couple, uh, calls, um, coming up. Uh, so we need to get to those. So you guys get ready to re- respond to that. Come back on the other side. We'll do a rapid fire. Um, or, and we, Hey, that's why we do this show. It, you know, I had a bunch of words for a word association and we're still on parody, Joe. And X so, uh, And I think we had a couple of people call that want to talk about That Curtis Lewis getting in on the conversation Said he's talking parity And benefits including Financial uh, blind squirrel Sports says good call Joe Prince Kirby has benefited from Georgia's need to upgrade their Facilities due to the Saban Fact come back on the other side We'll get those call ins and you're In with X's and those sports Xavier Houston uh, on the Martin Houston show
1: Tide 100.9, traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet on the roadways as we start our Wednesday morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on any used car at Townsend Nissan. See dealer for details.
7: I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama 1, or you can find them online at OverflowExpressWash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it, and Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership
0: on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
7: Welcome back into the Martin Houston show of the Tide 100.9. We have a couple of callers we're going to get to, but the question I'm going to throw out out there is uh, Joe said that he was delusional. Uh, I'm asking the question, was he being deceptive or was he uh, being hypocritical? Was he being honest? And does the Nick Saban parody, uh, desiring parody, benefit him or the other schools more? Is this going to be one of those statements that we look at at some point in the future, just like his, hey, I'm... Do you do you want to have it where we're letting linemen go down the field? Um, do you do you want to change this recruiting uh, guideline? Do you want to have this transfer portal? Is his statement gonna be one of those statements that was a warning to college football? If you do this, parity's gonna get worse because I'm going to just like I took advantage of recruiting and spread the gap. I'm going to take advantage of NIL and spread the gap. Was it a warning shot across the bow for Nick Saban to the rest of college football world, and they missed it, thinking he was saying it for his benefit? Think about that as we uh, bring in Leon. Um, Leon, you're in with the Martin Hughes show. What's on your mind, sir?
3: Good morning, Martin.
7: How are you? <clears throat> good.
3: Hey, I'm, i I'm. I'm- Having a problem with people saying Nick Davis is delusional for his use of the term parody. You know, these people who are saying this and I, Joe, I, I love Joe. I really do. <laughs> but I think Joe is delusional in his interpretation of the term parody. Now, let me give an example. If you gave Joe a bicycle and you gave me a bicycle and Joe had the ability to ride his bicycle to Mountain Brook in Birmingham and I could only go from the radio station where y'all are, to University of Alabama campus. Okay, could I say it's not parity, but you gave both the same two? See, what, what, here's what you got to look at. If Mississippi State wins all of its SEC games and all of its non-schedule games, they're going to Atlanta for SEC championship. They win the SEC championship, guess what? Committee put them in the playoff. Now that's mystery State. I'm talking about. Okay, what you got to do is use what's there for you. Uh, the parity is there. You, your utilization of the tools is what what your problems will always be. You that's parity and everything. You think uh, they're gonna take the money from the rich man and give it to the poor man because the poor man can't don't have a business to get the rich. He got opportunity. He, 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 there is parity, and mm-hmm. people who are disillusioned about the turn are the ones who think that Nick Saban is disillusioned, insane <laughs> that the parity will be damaged because the parity will be damaged. He's not talking about it's going to hurt him. He's talking about it's going to hurt those that already hurt, those that y'all already talking me ain't no parity. There is parity. Every time you start a football game, you got the same stuff on both sides, on both sidelines, the same stuff. Now your ability to utilize it too is where you the, the, the level of character comes in. The, the, you know, you can't do nothing if you don't do what it takes you to, to get you where you need to be. Preparation, right. man. I keep on talking about it. Preparation. All right.
7: All right, Leon X. What what you thought?
5: No, I I mean I, I kinda have to agree with that. Everybody's given the same basic set of tools. It's what you do with it, it that propels you from there. Uh, Joe, rebuttal?
8: I mean, I appreciate Leon's perspective, absolutely, but Nick Saban's riding a bicycle with a motor on the back uh, with, with his recruiting <laughs> budget. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Man, come on. But did, Put your but did, motor back did you. Saban build motor motor. a motorbike? No, that's, that's what you do. Parody now. Parody. parody.
7: Did, did, did See, Xavier hey, said hey, hey, did Nick Saban did the NCA give Nick Saban the, the, the motor thank you. or did, See, did Nick Saban put a motor on his bike because the rules didn't say he could. You.
8: Bear Bryant put thank the motor you. on on that on that bike.
3: See, <laughs> what you got to always do is this right here. Don't complain about what the next man got. Go get the same thing the next man has. Mm-hmm. Now you said, well, he don't have the ability. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something. Here's when you can say it's not parody. When somebody is being systematically denied something, the same opportunity as the next man. Okay, I don't see that for instance nowhere. They're not telling Nick Saban, well, you can do this, but uh coach Coach So and So can can't do that. I'm not seeing that happen. What I'm seeing happen is Nick Saban's effort is trumping other efforts. And and thus, Alabama's effort is trumping and dominating, the leaves. Well, hey, well, man, you can, that do not mean you can't do it. You just don't want, well, I want you to just stop doing so good so I, my bad can look good. No, that's not how it goes. Can I ask you a question real quick?
8: Can I ask you a question? What happens when a coach does really well at a small school? Don't they typically move up to big schools with bigger opportunities and bigger resources?
3: Joe, I agree with you in part, but I want you to understand one thing, so you can take that uh, that, that that blind off. Nobody's giving anybody anything. You're earning it. Nobody's giving you nothing. And that's in life. No one is giving anyone anything. When you see people that succeed, I promise you, behind their success is a whole bunch of hard work, labors, and toils. Now, yeah. if we're gonna complain about someone being rewarded for being for for for, for working hard. Then we need to just say, well, everybody, we're just going to sit down and we're going to just hand this stuff out, med it out. Okay. Uh, you get this, you get that, you get that. That's and not Leon, going on.
7: And, and, That's and, not and, going and, on. Yeah, and, and Leon, I, I think uh, – let me say say what Leon saying this way, Joe. What he's saying is um, Nick Saban is operating within the rules that are established. And mm-hmm. and there are, there are no guidelines. So, so even though Nick Saban, there isn't parity in college football when it comes to how the teams are performing. When Nick Saban came to Alabama, all the resources that Nick Saban has now were the same resources that the other coaches before him had access to, and they didn't maximize it. So, is it is it the resources or is it what the coach does with the resources? Uh, because Texas and Texas A&M and and some of those schools have more resources than Alabama year in and year out, but they're not having the same results. I think that's what Leon is trying to say is, is that they're not limiting these other schools and saying, hey, Nick Saban is going out and spending this much on recruiting so you can't. The school itself may limit it or the resources available to that school may limit it, but that's not that that's that's a to me that's a function of the 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 NCA didn't need to have 130 division 1 schools um and, and and then it's just like NFL putting in a salary cap and all those things in the markets to try to try to help bring about some level of parity so uh thanks leon I appreciate that um I think we have a, another call we need to get to. Let me make sure we got here. We got Tom. Tom, you in with the Martin Hughes show? What's on your mind, sir?
6: Hey, Martin. How are you? I, you know, uh, Leon, uh, I want to say what a what a great call that was, and uh, and and uh, I can tell Leon has uh, got experience and wisdom from uh, that experience. And uh, but uh, Leon said something that I think everybody needs. Stop and think about, and uh, and you brought it up as well, Mark. Is you know we need to do a study on words and context and original meanings and how words are used in construction of sentences and stuff like that. Because everybody that is complaining about Coach Saban is misinterpreted the word parody, and, and they want the word to be fast. They want it to be fair, and uh, and and, and they've screwed up uh, the the meaning of the word, and it, it's absolutely laughable that people can uh cannot grasp uh, what's going on in terms of words in the English language, and it gets worse by the day. And uh, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to also bring up the Congress is the wrong place to go and look and look for a solution. And this is why. Uh, what a lot of people don't understand is the legislative branch of the federal government was constructed under the founding fathers to be contentious and not easy to pass laws. And uh, when everybody said, oh, they can't work together. That's right, because that's the way it was designed to be contentious, to make people have to form uh, uh light-minded people uh, to get things done. and uh, But the original form of the Constitution allowed for the legislative branch to be contentious. So don't be surprised when they can't do anything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is their it, it is IQ, but a lot of it is the original intent of the legislative branch of the Constitution.
7: I, I tell people that the reason our country is so divided and more divided now than ever before is because uh, a lot of these jokers are in it for the money and our system was set up uh, that there has to be division. Uh, and, and the problem is uh, from generation to generation to generation, Tom, whatever one generation does in moderation, the next generation does in excess. Exactly. Um, and. And, and, and now we've reached that that boiling point where everybody has moved as far as the media and all of that to the fringes. The majority of America is in the middle. But exactly but to make things th- to, 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 to get elected and to all those things, you have people have to throw up the fringe so that to your point, you watch, right. you watch, right. any,
6: you watch, you watch any of the networks any of yeah. them, and, and and you listen to any of the politicians, they will tell you, as, a, as an African-American man, and me as a white man, that we hate each other. Now, you <laughs> and I know that that's a crop. We yeah. know that that's a crop, but that yeah. is what the kind of stuff is being peddled in this country under false pretenses, it's nowhere close to being okay. true.
7: Yeah, the the division doesn't the, there is zero benefit to to po- lifelong politicians for division to end thanks I mean. tom i, I thank <laughs> you
6: martin Love. All
7: right. hey guys real quick i know we got to go but um i tell you what instead of trying to rush through that answer uh we're going to uh kick that to tomorrow on this do you think sabin Design parity benefits him or other schools so that'll be One of the things we kick off tomorrow, and we'll also have a little more word association. Uh, Coming back on the other side, we will continue the conversation uh, with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries.
1: Tide 100.9 traffic from the Townsend and nissan traffic center no active wrecks we do see a bit of congestion on mcfarland through the construction zone and learning steady into downtown if you see other conditions just give me a call now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on any used car at towns and nissan see dealer for details i'm captain ray here's what's trending on the tuscaloosa thread On Wednesday morning, 19-year-old Amon Treshawn Jones and 18-year-old Tyreek O'Shea Evans have been charged with multiple counts of attempted murder and first-degree assault in connection with the wounding of a three-year-old boy at the village at Brook Meadows Apartments pool Monday afternoon. Two juvenile suspects were also charged. They cannot be named because of their age. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley Town Square Media,
7: Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom-sized stone or or custom-shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that.
0: The sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. The Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
7: Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's now time for our weekly catch up with... Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry. Johnson & Marshall Dentistry, a smile that'll last a lifetime. Go check them out. Uh, Dentist Tuscaloosa, Dentist with an S, DentistTuscaloosa.com. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well, man. I'm going to kick it over to you uh, to encourage us how to incorporate our faith into um, uh, our children feel to play whether it's the boardroom, the classroom, um, wherever we may may find ourselves with an opportunity to be alike.
9: Absolutely, uh, Mark, We are going to continue with our our series, The Power of Optimism, and we are following and looking through and walking with uh, Paul through his mm-hmm. life and looking at um, just you know his extreme, if I if I may say, his extreme optimism. And so what I want to do is, as we walk through this, I want to kind of uncover some of the secrets to his optimism, and later on we'll look at, in, in the series, we'll look at the benefits of that, just how much he was able to accomplish through some of the deepest and darkest and most difficult situations. He never lost steam. He never lost momentum. He kept moving forward because of his extreme optimism. But uh, just to re, uh, a small, short recap, we talked about, when you think about optimism, Let's let's few quick quotes. First one, life is about 10% what happens to us and 90% how we respond. We've heard that. I really believe that. I mean, I've seen that in action. Um, And then when we think about how we respond, it has everything to do, Martin, with how we see our situation, right? And so, um, you know, A.W. told quote, remember A.W. told says, hey, the most important thing about you is what you believe about God, because it becomes what you what you believe about God becomes the lens through which you see all of life. So when you think about that, putting those two things together. How do you respond to this situation? It has everything to do with how you see it. And A.W. Tozer says, how you see God has everything to do with how you respond to your situation. So you connect those two and you begin to kind of see a little bit of, of kind of and, and just what could be happening with Paul, in Paul, that allows him to respond in such an optimistic way through life's most difficult situations. Last week, we looked at Paul being in jail, we were uh, looking at Philippians 1, uh, 12 through 14. Paul's writing to the Church of Philippi, and he's talking to a, a group of believers, trying to encourage them, and he's telling them, listen, I'm in jail. I'm writing a letter to you, but but just so you know, don't worry about me because everything that's happened to me has actually turned out to make Christ known even more. So, so again, most difficult situation, 10% what happens to you, 90% how you respond. I can think of a lot of other... <laughs> several other ways to respond in that situation, Martin. Uh, but, but in that situation, Paul sees, he sees this as, um, he sees the bright side of the situation. And, and so he, sees, he says, look, hey, I'm in this situation, I'm in jail, but Christ is being made known. He's being made known to the palace guard, to all the prisoners, and even people outside uh, of this prison, people who have heard about the fact that I'm in, in jail for preaching Christ, they're being more bold to preach the gospel. And so I want to, before we go to our second one, because that was last week, the second one, um, I, so when you can find the bright side of being in jail, bro, you got some serious optimism. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, before we go to the next one, I want to tell you a little bit of his secret. So I think Paul's secret is that Jesus wasn't just a part of his life. You know where I'm going with this preacher, right? Yes. Jesus wasn't just a part of his life. Jesus was his life. You follow me? And so everything, he saw his life, a win, the win for every single day for Paul is, can I, will I know Christ more today? Will I become more like Christ today? Will I make him more known today? And so in this situation, it's not kind of some of the things that we can at times measure our, our success by. Those were his three, you know, metrics, if you will. And, and, and as he looked at it this day, he's like, man, I'm in jail. Man, I'm hungry. Man, I want some Kool-Aid. They just keep giving me water. But what he said is, look, here's, here's how I measure success today. Christ is being made known through my life, through my circumstances. Today, we are successful. <laughs> this is a successful day. And so, um, you know, I, I, you know I, so the, the, the second one I'll, I'll briefly introduce and I'll probably, rec- uh, you know, recap it next week. So he, he gets so excited and he, he sees the optimism. He sees the bright side of being in jail. And I'll just introduce this one, and we'll get into it next week. So the next one, this is, again, a few verses later, Philippians chapter 1, verses 21 through 26. He says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. You talk about some optimism. He's saying, listen, (laughs) I can even find optimism in death. I can find the bright side of death. And he says, if I'm going to go on living in this body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet." What shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and, and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress in joining the faith. So that through my being with you again and boasting in Christ Jesus, um, so, so I'm sorry, so through my being with you again, Your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. Here's the question. The challenge is not what are you going through? You got that? The challenge is what lens are you looking through? If Paul can find the bright side of being in jail, if he can find the bright side of death, then guess what? I'm, I'm not minimizing anything that we're going through, but I'm saying, hey, we can find the bright side if we're looking through the right lens. And we'll keep exploring that lens.
7: Absolutely. Thank you, Scotty. And I, I do a teaching called the power of perspective uh, and how yeah. you see things uh, can mm. determine how you respond to things, not can will determine how you respond. Mm. And, and that's a great word for your relationship with Christ. But it's also a great mm. word for relationship with your spouse uh, yeah. and a great uh, response uh, for relationships, friendships, your, your boss, etc. So these messages uh, of course, are spiritual in nature from Scotty and I, but they apply to our everyday life because God oh, didn't absolutely. save us uh, to 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 not be in the world. Uh, I mean, uh, of this world, but to to actually be in it and living uh, amongst it uh, with power and perspective. So, uh, thanks mm-hmm. for that encouraging word, Scotty. And tell the listeners where they can find you.
9: Absolutely, you can go to www.blueprintsusploser.com. You can send me a message there. It comes straight to my
7: email. All right. That's Scotty Holland, Executive Director, Blueprint Ministry, presented by Johnson Marshall Dentistry. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, thanks, X, to listeners, where they can find you, sir? Yes, yeah,
5: sir. So you can find me, X and O Sports. X is in Sports on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all other platforms.
7: All right. And thanks, Joe. Thanks to all the caller, listeners, viewers, and chatters for a great show. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey, did Saban do that for his benefit or their benefit when he was talking about parody? That and more on tomorrow. For everyone, remember this trust in the Lord. Always lean not your own understanding. Always acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tide, everybody.